What's up, Facebook? We are here live with you for the first time, uh, and YouTube. This is gonna get uh, streamed to our YouTube channel as well. Uh, and we are talking about structural balance testing this week. It is structural balance testing in the UMS this week. And we're about to talk about why it's so important, why you need to do it, and what you need to know in order to get the best results. All that and more coming up. Hi everyone, in case you haven't met, my name is Rad Burmeister. I'm one of the co-founders of Unity Gym and co-creators of the UMS, the Unified Movement System, where we turn driven people into superhumans. And the way we get such amazing results with our members is that we've created a program that has a perfect balance between strength and flexibility. Now, if you want to know how we do that, grab one of the free downloads. I've got to figure out how we're going to put the link in the description here on Facebook, but we'll work it out. Uh, the Flexibility Blueprint, Strength Blueprint, or Nutrition Blueprint. You can learn a lot about it for free. Uh, as always, I'm joined by Phil. How are you doing, Phil? Very well. I'm excited. We're yeah, on Facebook. Yeah. There's so many emojis to hit. Not yeah, just, yeah, you don't yeah. have to just smash the like button. You can smash the, the whatever weird button. kind of yeah, <laughs> smiley, laughy face button. So be the first to smash that smiley, laughy face button. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah but I think it's a really good opportunity to um, engage with our audience in that sort of new way and, and, and really hope that some of the YouTube people who've only ever watched on YouTube have, have joined up the Movement Mastermind group for free because, you, you know, why wouldn't you? And then now you can start posting videos, uh, you know, posting questions and getting a bit more interaction, a bit more of a two conversation going so yeah i think it's a really good move yeah for sure so um yeah look it's our first show here on youtube and uh we want to take the opportunity so on youtube on facebook uh we want to take the opportunity to uh to talk about structural balance testing because it's what we're doing this week in the ums program so all of our online members and gym members are doing uh structural balance testing this week so what is structural balance testing? It's a whole bunch of strength and flexibility mm -hmm. movements that uh, when you work them, you figure out what ratio they are all within of a squat, a back squat and a bench press. Um, and these ratios haven't been created by us. It's been, um, it's been formed these formulas through decades of sports science research of analyzing athletes at the top of their games and having a look at what an optimal performing human body what the balance between a, a bench press and a 30 degree incline bench and a pull up and a shoulder press what the ratios of all of these things are and through that through a lot of cross data analysis they've come up with uh, some numbers that we use in our structural balance testing and it's really really cool because when you get it right you uncover the imbalances in your body. And once you know the imbalances in your body, then programming for yourself becomes very, very easy. Uh, we are big believers that, that the first um, ground roots level of uh, programming for strength and flexibility, you should be looking at where the imbalances are in your body, what's causing you to have pain, discomfort, what's causing you to get injured all the time. Um, so yeah, it's a pretty cool thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think understanding this from the get-go just suddenly makes the whole uh, program makes sense when you can really you know key in the, the UMS is all about that long-term performance and if you can uh, build up that strong foundation with a you know the right sort of intention behind it then uh, if you have that goal that you're working to this is all part of those you know working backwards and finding those um, kind of progress goal steps to get to the way you need to be so yep. yeah getting um, a good understanding of, of how to um, to measure these things and how to analyze um, progress over time it's just yeah yep. it's key yeah. Now we we have a the way that the UMS program works. It's broken up into two phases. There's the foundations phase and then the progressions phase. 
The foundations phase is a done-for-you written program. There is no testing involved in it. And what we've done is, again, over literally decades of writing programs for people, working with uh, people like Phil, you know, amazing physiotherapists, um, PhD holders, strength and conditioning coaches for Olympic athletes. Um, we've come to realize that there is... Um, many, many ways you can write the wrong programs, but there's only a few ways that you can write the right programs. And so what we did was we came up with a program that solves the major. I won't put a percentage on it, but the majority of people's structural balance problems when it comes to unilateral left to right imbalances. Um, and that program has had tremendous success, not only in Unity Gym, but with our online uh, members. We've got so many five-star Google reviews about people talking about how much better their body feels. So this is a really good place to start for anybody that's new to the UMS, unless you have a very rich history in training and you don't feel that you have any major issues in your body. In that case, you can go. And this isn't a, you must do this program or you must do that program. Um, it's really a choice. You know, you can decide where you want to start. If you want to start in the foundations program or if you want to start in the progressions program, because even if you're a beginner, you can still start in the progressions program. The only thing that I recommend is if you're a beginner that is overwhelmed by the amount of content, I highly recommend that you start in the foundations program. Everything that we're talking about today does require a level of thinking and figuring out and deciphering, you know, instructions that if you're somebody that's really new to this stuff and you're looking at it all just going, oh my God, where do I start? It's just a level of complexity that's not required. The foundations program is much simpler because it's just read this, watch this and do that. The progressions program isn't. The progressions program is read this, watch this, test all of this, and then use those results to come up with your customized program. Yeah, I think it could be such a beneficial um, kind of thing for more experienced people to go through is actually going back and, and just having a, like a run through of the um, foundations program and really just you know stripping things back because it's quite easy to kind of get... Uh, you know, move on quite quickly and do the fun, flashy, exciting, um, yeah, like compound movements or calisthenics movements. But it can be quite illuminating when you go back and you try some of these, you know, especially like the, yeah. you know, single leg, even sort of simple um, exercises and, and just really getting a, a good amount of feedback between how it feels between your left and your right. Yep. And I think especially if you've had a history of playing sports that are very much sort of one side dominant, like you see, yeah. um, oh. uh, you know, players, like those tennis players, players where they've just got this jacked like arm where they, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> their hitting arm is like enormous uh, and another one is not so much. Um, yeah. Or, you know, similar, I played Ultimate Frisbee was my sport for 11 years at a high level and um, certainly we with that sport, it's a team sport where, you, you know, you're running around 100 metre by 40 metre field but every time you get the disc you have to stop and pivot just like in netball um so my left foot was always a pivot foot and so i'd always be kind of twisting and yeah, turning um, with right i'm throwing arm, yeah. my right arm so like those things after playing 11 years of like pretty competitive play like that's had you know effects on how my left side will you know do sort of rotational movements and how my knees feels compared to my right so Absolutely. even though i've been training for a very long time it's still so worthwhile going back and just having a look at that foundational sort of stuff and if there's any way you can really um hone in because if you found you've kind of hit plateaus with your training at that sort of higher level then definitely worthwhile stripping things back coming back to the basics and and seeing where there's some room to build yeah and truth be told you know that our members that have been with us in the ums online coaching program for the longest um people with some of our moderators people like blake and uh, Tom, they rave about the foundations program and how much it did for them. And when they started, we didn't even have the progressions program. When we started and we launched this program, all we had was the first three phases of the foundations program and we built it as we went on. Um, and we make it now available to everybody 
really because, you know, the best program is the program that you do and the program that you stick to. And for some people, they just don't like the feeling of going back to some of the more foundational movements. I was going to use the word basics, but I don't like that word because um, even though it might be described as basics by some people, mm. that word has a connotation to it that some people go, yeah. oh, I'm not going to do easy. the basics, yeah. that it's easy. And it's really not. Yeah. Um, it's all about load management. You know, the movement itself is not... Um, necessarily what, well, it's not at all what makes it easy with the foundations program because we're talking weightlifting movements with calisthenics. The movement can definitely be an easy movement compared to a more challenging movement, yeah. but it's the load that you lift that's going to determine how hard it is. Yeah. Know? There are all the parameters that you can play around with. Like if you're in your, you know, athletic pursuits, you're looking to start to build, um, you know, explosive power into movements, then maybe it'd be worthwhile, you know, going back to those more sort of basic, simple movements, but then building up your like power production in that sort of simple and then building it into um, the more complex movements. Mm. So there's just ways you can tweak, obviously, sets, reps, yep. uh, time on attention, um, you know, how long eccentric lowering, like all those sort of things can really start to make things a bit more challenging. Yep. Um, so, and, and what I want to say as well is you always have to start with the end in mind. You have to think to yourself, what is your, what is your end goal? Why did you join this program? Why have you started this? What, where, where do you want to take yourself to? Uh, and if for you me, want to know more about that, go watch the first nine episodes of yeah, <laughs> the, the podcast. But uh, yep. yeah, at the beginning yep. of the year, we did all the goal settings. So yep. if you want to know more, head but, back. But once you know your goals, once you know where you want to go, then you can start to think about, um, you know, what it is that you're doing now and how that fits into play. So if you've got some really short term goals that are really performance based, then, you know, maybe the foundations program isn't right for you. And on the other hand, maybe it's exactly what's right for you. Yeah. It just depends on where you are. But for, for most people, and I say most people because most of the people in our online coaching program are not people that have short term goals. Most of the people are people that want to regain the health and fitness and strength and flexibility that they feel like they've lost and they want to rather than having hitting feeling like they've hit this peak in their life where all of a sudden things are starting to get harder for them to do they want to you know reclaim that forward trajectory and if that's the case for me, there's no end to that. There is no, well, I need to get this by this date. It's just, I want to continually improve. And if that's the case, then it doesn't matter if you go back to a foundations program. You shouldn't be looking at it as thinking, oh my God, I'm regressing, I'm going back. No, you're not. What you're doing is you're rebuilding a stronger foundation than you've had before so that you can continue to move forward. Um, and it's a very empowering process when you've gone through a program like that and you get out and you go into something like the progressions program. Yeah, 100%. And, and why I do think it's so worthwhile as a, you know, for people who are getting in there and you know they're like when people get interested in this sort of stuff it is often seeing those sort of flashy you know mm -hmm. fun movements but uh yeah i guess with when you're coaching sort of movements like a deadlift for example like it seems like a pretty simple thing bend down pick up the weight stand up put it back down but there are so many different kind of cues about you know how you're setting up your back how you're um keeping the bar path in line looking at knee tracking um shifting the weight between your toes versus your heels and all these different parameters that you're kind of looking at and when you're trying to coach a deadlift you kind of have to mention probably about 12 things for someone who's never done a deadlift before if they haven't got that sort of that um yeah if they're not getting it right so there's when you're doing something like a step up or some some of the movements in the foundational um program then stripping things back and just really focusing and and working on that kind of one aspect. So maybe it is a step up and you're looking at your knee tracking, then it means by the time you do move up to something like a deadlift, then that's sort of an ingrained like program. And then that's one less thing to have to think about and have to coach. And that's just so key for um, skill learning and skill development. Uh, I did lots of, one of my favorite subjects in uni was motor control and learning. And basically it all came down to, you know, how humans kind of, yeah, learn, learn new skills and, and have, 
there are so many things that you do that are automatic, like, mm. you know, when you start mm. off as a driver, like uh, when you're learning to drive and, you know, dealing with all these different things, like you, it takes so much concentration. But, you know, after like years of driving, you sometimes get home and you're just like, whoa, yeah, how, am yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how am I here? Is that yeah. like, which I think is just such a good example of yeah. those, auto how you can automate sort of processes and to really progress in the gym and to get to the point where, you know, if you are trying to look at um, speed and power development, you really need everything else to mm. be automatic. Like you yep. need to, um, you know, make sure that everything else that when you just get really psyched up and, and you say like, you know, I'm going to produce force here. Like you need everything else to be really, yeah, really, exactly. and to be so yeah. dialed in. Yeah. Um, yeah. That and that's when so many people get it wrong, isn't it? They, um, they haven't created that muscle memory um, yeah. like you've just described there, and but they try to add a lot of weight to it. And yeah. so they're still at that level where they need to be thinking, you know, in a squat, knees out, grip the bar, elbows back, um, yeah. go to full range. And then you add that by trying to do a balls to the wall lift where you're lifting as much weight as you can and it all yeah. crumbles. And so that's why like, I really recommend when, like, when I'm teaching people things, I really recommend, uh, you know, breaking things down, you know, even doing sort of, instead of, I think a lot of people think like uh, easy rep range is sort of get it, make it light and go 15 reps. But what I really recommend is doing like three at a time because it's so hard to think about mm. <laughs> all these different things at once. So um, breaking things down, chunking it down just really helps with that mm -hmm. sort of mm -hmm. ability to concentrate for that long. Yeah. Um, and yeah, when it comes to motor control and learning and, and skill development, uh, it just takes like frequency and repetition mm -hmm. um, and you can make things more complex by adding more elements. But at, you know, at the beginning mm -hmm. for someone who's trying to get into a like the UMS program I think is so wonderful because it has so much variety about what you're doing, but that means you've got so much variety of what you have to learn. And yep. if you can get the basic principles that you can apply to everything else from that foundation program, then mm -hmm. happy days. Yep. So that said, uh, we've spoken about the difference between the foundations and the progressions and you know why we believe that it is a really good thing for people to do the foundations program, but not essential. Um, so let's talk about testing week now and uh, what it is uh, that we're doing, why we do it and uh, what, the, what the end goal is. So there's 15 different lifts that we do. We do it from Monday to Friday, three lifts uh, a day, and it is intentionally designed to be a deload week as well. So we, uh, we've combined deload and testing week together because deloading, um, the idea behind a deload is primarily that you deload volume, not that you deload intensity. You can deload intensity, um, but if everything was going well and you weren't getting injured and you were just in a state of overreaching where you need to deload to allow supercompensation sensation to occur. Uh, our goal for deloading is to deload volume, not intensity. So testing week is a really good way to do that because the volume is deloaded for you. It's you don't do a lot in it, but you are trying to lift a lot of weight. So you're still the intensity is still up. Um, Which kind of reminds if for people who are watching the end of last year, we were talking about the kind of ultimate program to uh, train while on holiday, which basically came down to like really stripping back the sets and reps. But as mm -hmm. long as you're hitting that adequate intensity, you're going to maintain strength yeah, for quite yeah, a long time. Yeah. So yeah, that's absolutely. the idea behind that deload is you can really have like quite a good sort of relative rest, but yep. uh, you're still hitting that intensity. So your muscles will recover. They'll go through a growth phase. The connective tissue, everything will get a little bit of a, of a rest because it's the volume that really causes the damage. Um, damage being a good thing which promotes you know, yeah, adaptation yeah, yeah. and the growth. So. Yeah, the cellular, the, the damage to yeah. the muscle fibers and everything like that. So so that's uh, one thing that's going on. So the next thing is... Ooh, we have a, hang on, just going to shout out to Quok here, moved over to the Facebook stream. So hey, Quok, come over yeah. from YouTube. Bring Thanks your for friends. joining us, brother. Yeah, bring your friends. <laughs> Tell and, your uh, friends. Smash that happy, smiley, laughy face button. Yeah, 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 that's right, yeah. <laughs> well, the um, that works too. 
So, um, yeah, so the, the next thing that we do when we do testing week is we've got 15 lifts that we do, um, and they all are based off the back squat and the bench press. Uh, and that is, um, that's just, a, those are just benchmarks that are used. They're, they're two of the most common lifts. They're two lifts that have been, um, you know, taken uh, as the, the foundations for this testing. And for, so it's really, really important that on Monday, when you do the Monday's testing, where we do 6RM for squat and bench, I would argue that it's the most important day to get right, and it's the day that takes the longest. If you're not a member of Unity Gym, good for you because you have as much time as you need. At Unity Gym, our members get one hour to go through their warm-up, meaning their normal workout warm-up, then the, their weight-lifting-specific warm-up, so the squat and the bench press warm-up, and then they need to find out their 6RM. And it's really, really important that you, the parameters, the loading parameters are stuck to. So we have a, a certain tempo that people have to stick by um, and you have a certain rest period that people need to stick by. And when you do this and you get it right, you then have, you, you get your 6RM bench and your 6RM uh, squat. And then there's a percentage that all of the other um, 13 lifts that we do throughout the week are, should be from that bench and squat. Uh, and then from there, depending on whether you get uh, whether you fail or pass the test, a pass is if you get five to seven reps of whatever lift it is at the percentage that it's meant to be at, uh, and a fail is if you get less than five or more than seven. And what a fail means is it doesn't mean, oh, fail, shame on you, you're rubbish. It means you failed to get this lift in the percentage that it was meant to be so that it shows you have balance between these two movements. And when you get all of that data from the week, um, we get to see, okay, this is where you need to focus on. These are the movements where you were the weakest at, and then the program becomes uh, customized, which is a really, really cool thing. Um, it's something that is uh, uh, quite unique to what we do from what I've seen of other online coaching. All good online coaching has a testing process, um, but most that I've seen, isn't, it isn't systemized like what we've done, which means you have to pay a hell of a lot more money to have an individual review your testing and then write your program for you. Uh, and that costs money. That's, that's why personal training and, and uh, online coaching where you're working directly one-on-one -on -one with a coach costs so much money because how on earth can you run a successful business if you're doing that um, you know, for 1,000 people or, or 200 people and, you, and they're charging them you know, 15 bucks a week or $12.50 a week? or something um, you just can't so we've just done it in a way where we teach our members to be able to assess themselves and then post videos so that we can let them know if they got it right or wrong um, and then yeah the program becomes customizable and that's really really cool that's where some some of the real fun uh, stuff starts to yeah to and I think it's just okay so for you know if you are hitting plateaus or you're not progressing the way you think, like looking at that weakest link in the chain, like if you're pulling on a chain and there's one weak link there, then that's going to that's slow cool. everything else down. So really being able to hone in, find exactly where those weak links in the chain are, then that's just so powerful for, for your progression and it's such a useful skill to learn. It's like, yeah. you know. And it's, yeah. and it's one of those um, things um, we all, and I, I put myself in this basket as much as anyone else, maybe even more, we all like to train the things that we're good at. Yes. We all, you know, get into the gym and we try something and we suck at it. So, oh, I'm not going to do that. And then we try something else and we realize we're as good as everybody else at it and we go, oh, I'm going to do that. Um, and, you know, there's a place for that. But um, I've found, let's see, what I found was before I understood this structural balance testing and how things work, I would, um, I would try something that I would suck at and I would be very confused as to what that meant and why I should even 
train it because I it wasn't my goals. My goal was never that I wanted to get stronger at external rotation. Yeah. My goal was I wanted to get stronger at push-ups or pull-ups or whatever yeah. it was. So I would think, well, how do I put this into my program? Where where does it fit? Where where should it um, be prioritized? And what is it even going to do for me if I do that? So having a process like this, having a structural balance testing system like this is really powerful because all of that is taken care of from you. Um, we can tell you with our hands on our heart that the reason why you need to do it is to avoid injury and to develop uh, in a way where you become stronger safely. And we also tell you exactly where you fit it into your program because it's all it's all written in there in the, in the program yeah. template. And one of the most satisfying things I, things I think about uh, training and, and, and sports are like getting that tangible improvement and really feeling like you're progressing. And so I, I, I really think if you give it, give it a go and really try like going to those things you aren't so good at, you're going to find that you're going to improve a whole lot quicker yeah. and that can be really enjoyable. And you might even find some, you know, new sort of passions in there. Like I know that with Bass, we've talked about quite a few times, the strength coach, like he injured his hammy and that's why he started, he started bench pressing a lot. And then he became one of the best bench pressers in Australia. And now that's mm -hmm. kind of what he's known for. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, never liked swimming, so I always thought it was just, you know, something that I was bad at and something that my, my body couldn't do. And then I learned to do it and I moved to the beaches because I was so obsessed with swimming. I was, you know, going over there six days a week. So it's just like really so worthwhile sometimes just embracing the suck, uh, trying out something that, you know, you maybe think you're not good at or, you know, maybe you don't even know you're not so good at. Getting that tangible improvement, it really just can reinvigorate a whole lot of um, excitement for training. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Now, Cross got a question here, and he says, "Do you work on six RM on all of the fifteen lifts?" Lifts. Yes, we absolutely do, and there's a couple of good reasons for that. Uh, we used to do three RM testing, and three RM one, it isn't as accurate because if you only get two reps instead of three, it doesn't give you as much data as if you get five reps in, uh, instead of six, or if you get seven reps instead of six. It's it's a it's a massive percentage percentage difference. You only got sixty six percent of what you should have got instead of uh, 83.5 or whatever um, five reps out of six is. Um, the other thing is for safety. When you do 3RM um, testing, you're lifting a much heavier weight. Or A lot of people talk about 1RM testing. I, I don't agree with that at all. That's real athlete high performance um, level here. You really need to know what you're doing if you're going to lift 1RM. And it's very, and very... probably have some support around you. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Very few people. To do true 1RM, one means one repetition max. It means the absolute maximum amount of weight you, you can lift second, for one rep. No yeah, if you yeah. try to second, with, if someone held a gun to your head, you would not be able to do it. Um, and that is really dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. If you haven't created that muscle memory and those correct movement patterns like what Phil was describing before. Um, but 6RM is a really good number. It, it, it allows for a little bit of a variance. You can be, um, you can see more, you get more out of it if people only get five or seven reps or four or eight. Um, and it is a safe number to do uh, as yeah, well. Yeah, and also, you know, it's a, a nice amount where you're still sort of in that like strength building yep, range, right. high enough intensity that you're getting those good sort of flow and effects that we've talked that's about. Right. And you're also, because you are testing all of these different movements, if you're going to sort of 15RM, like it does start to get a bit like fatiguing. fatiguing yep. And yep. yeah, so. Yeah, for and sure. It, it can just be a bit hard when you get that sort of technique breakdown, as I talked about before, when you start to lose a bit of concentration after yeah. <laughs> the 10th rep, like it can yeah. be a bit hard and not quite as accurate. So that's why it is six. Yeah.
So what I want to talk about, what I want to wrap this show up with today is I want to talk about how this all looks for a beginner. And, uh, you know, because our senior members that have been with us for a while, we're, we're kind of like, um, you know, just beating the, the drum of repetition here. And, you know, people that have been with our program with us for several mesocycles, which means they've done several um, structural balance testing weeks because we do this every sixth week in the UMS program. Um, they're just kind of nodding their head going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but as, a, as somebody that's new to the program, what's really important to understand is that the first couple of times that you do this, you are not going to get accurate results. And if you watched your videos or if you posted them for me to critique, um, I often say to people, look, it's really good. You've done a great effort, but none of those reps actually counted because you were doing a two second eccentric and you took a couple of breaths between each rep. So that's too much weight for you. And people really struggle to get their head around that. They think, oh, but I lifted the weight. Yeah, you lifted it, but you didn't stick to the correct tempo. Now, some of our most advanced members at Unity Gym, meaning these are the people that work with me every day, um, face to face, have said to me that it took me, this, this is our members' words, they've said, Rad, it took me four testing cycles before I felt like I really got it right. Um, and that's the muscle memory thing, you know. There's one thing to lift weights where the only real parameter is, you know, let's get eight reps done. Here's the basic outline of a squat, but um, we, we don't really use tempo in the program mainly because of the amount of time that it takes in the gym. But as soon as we do this in testing week where we're giving very, very strict parameters around tempo and rest, uh, it becomes a hell of a lot harder. So you know, what I'm going to say is it, just just understand that when you're new to this um, stuff, this is going to be a process. It's going to be a process of learning and it's going to be a very, very valuable process. Even if all you did was stayed with this whole program for six months and you did, you know, um, four mesocycles like this and you left and went on to do your own thing afterwards, you will learn so much about weightlifting, so much about tempo, so much about load management, about choosing the right load, about being safe, about putting a proper program together that is balanced where you're not um, you know doing an unbalanced amount of pushing versus pulling um, and it's just going to be so valuable to you so um, just embrace the journey um, you know adopt that Shoshin mindset that Japanese word for beginner um, the beginner mindset where you you know you accept that even if you've been doing um, training for 10 years that when you're in this program you're a beginner with it unless you've done this stuff before um, and uh, if you do that you're gonna you're gonna see great results going to say the same thing. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. So um, Quok is saying, yep, 100% makes sense. Much safer for the general public. Uh, is tempo different on all lifts? Squat compared to the bench? No, absolutely not. The tempo is exactly the same for all lifts. And the reason why is because it has to be standardized. So everything is uh, is uh, exactly the same. And it's actually, even if you don't have access to the, if you're not a member of the UMS online coaching program and you, so you don't have access to all of this stuff, um, then even just try for the next, for your next cycle in training, for your next mesocycle, try doing tempo lifting and watch how much less you can actually lift. So do the exact same lift, same amount of reps, but do it with tempo where you you specifically go three seconds on the way down, one second on the way up and zero second break between each reps rep and watch. And, and it doesn't matter if you're doing three reps, five reps or 10 reps per set. Just watch how much more challenging it is. Um, it, it is a variable. It's a variable of periodization. So if somebody wants to ask the question, is it better to do tempo or not better to do tempo? Neither. 
neither is better it's different and it's a way of challenging your body creating a new stimulus that you weren't doing last month that it's it all of these variables in stimulus you know exercise selection tempo rest load intensity volume all of these variables are, are what are manipulated in a good program in order to create what's called periodization and periodization consistent periodization with deloading is what creates supercompensation and supercompensation is what makes you stronger so you're probably going to have to watch that again to understand what all those complex words were but the in a nutshell it's mixing things up to change the variables is what continues to create adaptation in the body and continue to yeah. make you stronger. Just remember what you measure, you can manage. So it's so valuable to actually take note of this sort of stuff. Um, it's so good psychologically to be able to look back at what you were doing you know, a year ago and be like, oh, you know, Jim oh, felt like a bit of a grind, but looking back at those numbers, um, it really makes a difference. So I'd really like so highly recommend giving it a go. Um, be quite like give plenty of detail on, on, on each of these things. Really stick to the tempo and, and maybe even write your uh, RPE, so your rate of perceived exertion next to it. So like out of 10, how hard you know, yeah. ideally you know when you're getting sort of testing it 6RM is 6RM so it should be <laughs> pretty bloody hard but during and your general training I think it's just such a, a good tool to use yeah and because I know um, you know in the UMS uh, movement mastermind I think we've got over a thousand members now but we've um, only got about a hundred members in our online coaching program so statistically one in ten of you guys that are watching this uh, guys or girls um, don't have access to this program yet if you want to get access to this and try it out for yourself you can do a one month free trial um you just have to sign up through the Thinkific site and if you choose that you don't want to continue after the month, you just cancel before the month is over, you'll never pay a cent, but you'll get full access to all of this. So you can watch all the videos, you can learn the testing process, you can understand how to do it for yourself. Why so, wouldn't you? Yeah, why wouldn't you, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, listen, now that we're on Facebook, we really want to answer your questions. We're always going to answer the questions first of the people that are in the UMS online coaching program, but we didn't have any of those this week. We answered the questions that we had last week, and then we will answer anyone's questions from the UMS Movement Mastermind. So I'm going to do a post that I'll pin to the top of this page as an announcement. Any questions that you have about training, put them in there and we'll answer them in this show tomorrow. Yeah, and just remember this will go onto YouTube, hopefully in high definition. Uh, also, you can listen to it as the podcast if you haven't gone onto the sound movement.com podcast check it out and leave us a review on apple Podcasts if you can subscribe on everything you can really helps us um, and also if you want more sort of physio content because we are going into more strength and conditioning flexibility um, stuff in the unity tv unit tv show um, i'm setting up my own uh, physio related really talking you know injuries and rehab and performance in a physio context so if you haven't already uh, subscribed which i've seen a bunch of you have um, head to feel white physio at um, on uh, YouTube and, and subscribe there. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in uh, on our new medium here. And for those of you watching YouTube, please um, uh, hit the like button, leave a comment with us, and let us know what you think about this new format because um, we're going to get this edited today. So by the time you're watching it, this should be a really nice 4K edited uh, video. So let us know what you think. And we will see you tomorrow. Have a great day. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.